0: So uh, are there any, uh, you know, any things you'd like to kind of achieve in this kind of mingling? I think you've got like a little window of time here.
1: I want to eat all the mushrooms. Okay, so you're all just kind of... of, of like, them. I'm, just, I'm sitting in the corner. On the, I'm not, If I just sit over here, nothing bad can happen to me and I'm just shoveling plates of cheese. I'm imagining like they're like sort of <laughs> Stilton stuffed like mushroomy bits and there's probably a couple of different types on there and I'm just... Shoveling lines. So, you think there's
0: definitely like cheese? Yeah, there's definitely. Oh, there's definitely cheese. uh cheese. Okay, breaking news there is cheese. Okay, <laughs> we, <laughs> we've just established that there's
2: dairy on this <laughs> planet.
3: Made from the teeter <laughs> of Another side of quest. Way. We collect cheeses Tito-Racute.
2: from every world we visit. Oh, <laughs> exotic <Yeah>. cheeses. Create <laughs> an extraversal cheese platter. Snuggers
3: board. Yeah.
0: Okay, so, but any any
2: things. They're
3: like those sort of quite high little tables that people stand there. Oh, like Yeah, Yeah. So Lynette's gonna like hop on a chair, hop on the table, like lie on the table with like her what? elbows down and her head like her chin resting in her hands, and she's gonna turn to the nearest team, um Kiff and she'll be like, Say, what do you guys do for fun? <laughs> 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 That's so weird. Oh, okay. So
0: you have um you've uh, you've uh, kind of planted yourself on a table uh surrounded by um Heme, from uh, okay, all the words wrong, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <I> mean, <laughs> Basically, Kith from the court of Saira. So these are all... Um, oh, the bandaged one. These are all, uh, w- yeah, heavily bandaged mm. from head to toe, uh, so much so that you can't really see their uh, their faces, their, their expressions. And compared to the other Kith, who are kind of regal and beautiful, uh, the Saira, they are all um, hunch silent kind of... Um, mm. Reserved, they're like the mm. specters at the feast. Really, they're respected, but they kind of keep to themselves. Like they are, they they huddle in little groups, mm. and these uh, these are no different. And they're a little shocked <laughs> by your sudden appearance <laughs> on the table. And
3: uh, I did knock a drink onto the
0: floor <laughs> as well. Oh yeah, of course, yeah. And,
1: and you presumably brought Jason with you, who yeah. would just go around knocking each drink. Yeah, <laughs> <In his laughs> tail, Yeah,
0: uh, and uh, they. Um, they kind of, like, these, these bandaged figures kind of, like, huddle and, and kind of look at each other as if they don't know entirely how to respond <laughs> to you. And uh, they, they bow their heads and then silently shuffle away. <laughs> oh. 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 Um, but you do notice that uh, between the bandages, you can see their, their pale white skin is actually kind of um, spoiled. In a way, it's kind of grey and blotchy and with um, kind of blackened kind of scabs. You get them, they're like they bring to mind like plague carriers, like oh. they're somehow unclean.
3: Okay, and are they like mummies, like all bandages, or do they have like just bandages in places and then like robes? Kind of like, yeah,
0: some, some,
3: it, it varies, but uh, it's almost
0: like they've all been afflicted by the same terrible condition and they're just doing their best to kind of cover up their, mm. uh, their, so they're. They clearly don't care much for their appearance compared to the court of Heme who wear like these long Mm. red regal robes and the court of Weren who wear this gold and red armour and uh, who are very crisp and um, overly militaristic. Mm. Uh, The court of Syrah are shuffling wrecks by contrast. (laughs) Seemingly no less respected, Mm. but Mm. yeah, it's pretty like, pretty gross. Do they smell? There's a smell.
3: Nasty smell. So as they walk away, Lynette's like, No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and Jason's like, no.
1: <laughs> I would um, I would like to try something if I may. Mm. Which is uh, not I'm not probably not the best person to try this, but I would like to try to roll for inspiration. Mm.
2: Oh. Oh, cool.
1: To just see if there's anything better occurring. than mushrooms yeah, better than mushrooms. <laughs>
2: do. I doubt it. Oh. I
1: rolled a two.
0: The highest you could have got.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh you um, you, uh, as you're kind of chomping down on uh, cheese and, uh, <laughs> and mushrooms... God, I hope you don't get diarrhoea. <laughs> Just, It's a really hearty kind yeah. of affair. Well,
1: you know, I our, uh, it's a mushroom-based economy, you know. <laughs> I, 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 economy. I, I, you're eat eating your mushroom.
0: money. <laughs> <laughs> uh, as you're kind of uh, chomping down, uh, you see a... Uh, uh, you see a one of the court of Syrah up ahead, one of these kind of like bandaged, uh, kind of slightly gross looking uh, figures. However, this one appears a little different. He, uh, while still uh, kind of uh, robed and hunched, uh, uh, bandaged and hunched, he's wearing a, uh, he's wearing a cloak and uh, a kind of uh, golden badge over one shoulder, which binds the cloak around him and uh, is leaning on a staff. And you get the impression that he has a slightly higher standing among the court of Syrah. and he's standing not too—he's well, also standing uh, not too far from you.
1: Okay, I would like to get my scanner out and pointed at the dude <laughs> with the cloak.
0: You're going to do it subtly?
1: <laughs>
2: or? Yeah, just sort of
1: like, you know, like I'm checking my phone, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Does it
0: make, like, is it like beeping? Is it like a little kind of like <laughs> a little laser's going? I'm kind of, actually, like, it's, I'm, I'm...
3: Scanning. I'm, I'm, scanning. I'm, scanning. Person.
0: <laughs> scanning. Unknown stranger.
1: <laughs> I, I visualise it very much like the original Star Trek tricorder, like the thing that was like an actual Handbag box. Sort of. Humbag yeah, 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 with like yeah. lights on top and little switches. I love that tricorder. It's kind of so cool. Out, yeah. So it. Yeah. You know, it, it's, it, it's clear that it's doing something, but it might not be clear that yeah, I'm different. pointing it at something particular. It'll be beeping mm. and making lights light up and stuff. Okay, well,
0: you begin to scan this uh, this this kith, this bandaged kith, who's kind of just scanning uh, a short distance away, uh, chatting with a, a couple of other dignitaries.
1: Should I roll for finding anything out or just...
0: No, no, I'm going to say that. You notice a couple of odd things right off the bat. One is uh, there's a, there's a little beep there as the <laughs> scanner, yeah. scanner returns its results, um, right? Because you're 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 used to kind of scanning like uh, the physiology of your teammates, mm-hmm. making sure you know they're safe and healthy when when you care enough about yeah, them. too. Yeah. which is uh, very. I
1: want to make not, up. I want to make sure they can stand up to whatever I'm planning to do to them. <laughs>
0: <that>. <laughs> well, the most interesting thing right off the bat is that there are no vital signs coming off this kith. Interesting. In fact, as you kind of wheel the scanner around and you're taking some of the other kith, you realise that none of them are displaying any classical life signs as you, as you would recognise them.
1: Moving and talking. They appear to be moving and talking. Although, as a
0: good scientist, you can't take anything (laughs) for granted. That's (laughs) at
1: least two of the things on the Mrs. Gren list. That's (laughs) very (laughs) true.
0: You're going to need some empirical evidence (laughs) that they are walking and talking. (laughs) Um, But yeah, but you notice there are no. There is no heartbeat. There is no uh, kind of. there doesn't appear to be any anything moving within their bodies in a weird way. Like they appear utterly inert in an odd way and yet they are moving around. However, and for this I would like you to make like a little uh yeah. make a what do we say? Did we say, was did it say knowledge? A, <laughs> ma- yes, Sorry, you're right. No, it is make a knowledge check, please. Uh,
1: and is this does this count as a science check? Do I get plus one? Yeah, yeah,
0: it's a science check. Oh, yeah. totes. That was really Seven. close to the mic then. <laughs> oh totes. <laughs>
1: Seven. Seven dice. Holy pooch. Uh two, four, six, eight, nine. Okay, oh, <laughs> great. You see everything.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you see time turn inside out. Um you're slightly struck by a revelation that while there are no biological processes going on within the kith, you notice that there is an energy signature kind of pulsing within them. Mm-hmm. And you make like a couple of like alterations to dials, you kind of twist and turn a few knobs. And looking at this kith again in a slightly different light, you see that there is a a pulsing substance within them. Uh, and it doesn't, and you put two and two together and you realize it is very much the same. You you theorize it is very much the same as the weird kind of glowing red liquid which emerged from the kith before. And this energy, this substance seems to permeate them. Uh, their entire body viewing through this kind of scanner, they are actually just pulsing red energy in the shape of a humanoid. And as you kind of and this is like the you, as you you begin to piece this thesis together, you pan the scanner around using this weird kind of energy vision and huh. you see that some of the kith burn brighter than others uh-huh. and that the ones that burn brighter appear to have the highest, social standing
1: mm.
0: whereas the wongs that burn uh kind of the the dullest still pulsing but with kind of warm red energy you see that they are more akin to the newborn kith that you witnessed i think earlier. i've solved
3: it i think it's a pyramid scheme <laughs> so it's like it's an MLM. yeah it's like if you let us put plaza in your mouth you'll feel more alive but you've got to get five other people <laughs>
1: So the more you, know, you throw up in people's mouths, yeah. the more powerful you become. Yeah,
3: but then if they throw up, you, you do it on the promise that the, when they throw up in people's mouths, they'll feel more powerful Oh, as well. it works back up the chain. Yeah. So yes. it's a pyramid scheme.
0: Is this a good... Actually, should we say, have the three of you regrouped, by the way? Yeah. So I was going to say the capella yeah. goes over to yeah. yeah, it's yeah.
3: like, oh, these people are so <laughs> uptight. Oh, and... Uh, Scabby. The, the
0: final thing I was saying in terms of uh, your kind of research for is... You can see in the distance, you can see Grandfather Caffernus is kind of mingling uh, mm. uh, with probably like a great crowd of dignitaries around him. He's very much a centre of attention, you know, pressing the flesh, making sure that like yeah. everyone's like happy. And, and, yeah, and also he's tall, he scans yeah. out. But looking through the scanner, he's almost blinding Whoa. in terms of brilliance. He glows almost solid white through the
1: scanner. So is the energy signature of the heme kith, does it look the same as the energy signature of the Syracith? Like, can I tell the difference between them through the scanner?
0: You cannot. Whatever, Despite their cultural differences between the three courts, there appears to be no difference in the kind of energy that courses through their bodies.
1: Right. Cool. I guess I will um, give some sort of Cliff Notes version of uh, this research to the idiots that I hang out with. Yeah,
0: know. would have asked. I, and <laughs> I guess this is what leads... Uh, and yeah. then with your kind of observations That's I'm thinking...
3: Like, it's a pyramid scheme. Yeah. Yes. I heard about these back on my home planet. People were like, oh, why these supplements? At <laughs> least yeah. like cat-based supplements.
0: Yeah. Like- yeah. 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 Fish I
3: oils. Just, I just sort of stare mm-hmm. at Lynette. Just, just, just staring. Like it's like, very similar. Like the <laughs> fish oils made people throw up in other people's mouths as well. It wasn't a good thing. It was just because they were horrible. Okay, I just sort of turn away from her and stop this. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I would, I would suggest also that uh, Capella, you have your harmony mm. ability, um, while it may not add anything massively to the investigation, because of your ability to kind of sense and kind of connect with energy signatures, you realise that if you listen for it, you can sense this energy within the kith as well. And it's quieter with the Syrah. Uh, no, not necessarily with the Syrah but oh, it, is it? just with the. You notice the difference between the higher-ranking kith seem to resonate ah. with a higher energy. I see. Yeah, and, yeah. Although, and um, although, yes, with your harmony, you'd, although you could tell just by looking at them, you can tell that something isn't quite right about the kith. They yeah. not the kith, sorry, the Syrah Right, they, right. The diseased house. They they have this kind of grey, almost like um, grey-black, burnt, all kind of like yeah. Uh, Scabbed skin.
2: Do I was going to say, they, do
1: you think they made their spire out of cureite? I was going to
0: say, like where they live,
2: curite's in the air or yeah. something. Like they're constantly infected. Mm. By that it, seems maybe, like a bad plan. Yeah, yeah, they should do. It's like
1: you know, aliens invading Earth when they're allergic to water. It's just who do that? Yeah, why? Why? What are you doing? <laughs>
0: <laughs> and uh, mm. at that, you hear a voice behind you, a husky. Voice, uh, which you'll have to imagine. I don't want to. I'm, I'm doing a lot of. All my voices are husky. It means the only voices I can do. Yeah, I like it. It's
1: and, a sexy um, universe,
0: this one. You realise that the slightly. Well, one you assume to be a high ranking member of the court of um, Syrah has approached you as you've been kind of theorising. Oh, the one with the staff and the gold badge Yeah, band? and he's, he's kind of like hobbled over to you. And uh, he says, uh, not unkindly, I, he uh, goes, I could not help but overhear. Your investigations, and I must applaud you. It often takes people a lot longer to come to the secrets of the kong sanguine. Oh.
3: Lynette shouts out, "We don't want any of your fish supplements." <laughs>
1: <laughs> I'm just going to kind of like put my hand on Lynette's head and just move her behind me slightly. Yeah. Like,
0: well, like, you don't like just pick
2: her up, yeah, and so, don't, so, like, so, move. Her. Just, just
1: like you know the way you do with a toddler, where you just kind of put your hand on her, yeah. just turn them, and move them away. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: And uh, with that, he he kind of um, chuckles, yeah. although it's halfway between a laugh and a descends into a kind of like a wet cough oh, no. as he kind of like uh, h- hunches over and hacks his lungs up a bit. And um, Capella goes, are you okay? Do you, do you want one of the two hours mushrooms?
1: I've eaten all
0: the mushrooms. Okay. Or, or you put the last one in
1: your mouth. Yeah.
2: Just like maintaining eye contact.
0: <laughs> okay, scratch that. Are you okay? He goes, um... Yes, thank you, but uh, I am I am fine. The the nature of the kith I will I will endure. That is almost our blessing and our curse. This will not change. We are as we are now for eternity.
3: Mm. Sounds, sounds pretty good. miserable.
0: The uh, it's we bear the affliction of our grandfather, and uh, oh. this is our. We uh, we share the burden and injuries of Rask, plague king.
1: Hmm. I, I hear this place makes healing potions.
0: Healing for humans. We kith are. He goes. I could not help but mi- uh, I I witnessed your encounter. Uh, earlier. Uh, he, Probably couldn't help it. <laughs> and, uh, he doesn't seem too offended by the whole th- Like, he's not bothered by the whole thing. Yeah. He seems... Of, of the kids you've met, He, and despite his kind of horrific appearance, so you can't even see his face. He's so kind of tightly bound in these robes and bandages. He seems quite chill. Yeah. As kind of these... He seem, you get the impression that he'd have, like, a sense of humour if he weren't so horrific and kind of bandaged. Yeah. And um, he basically says, uh, we, the Saira, we... As our bodies failed us, we have turned to loftier pursuits. We are, we are scholars. We are some of the greatest uh, minds of our world. And we have had a lot of time, as indeed all Kith do, but we've used our time to better our minds, to ultimately better everyone. And he, he kind of gestures around and goes, some of our research contributed to the heating that uh, keeps this place alive and made this a, a habitable uh, environment for the humans mm-hmm. under the care. We, through the sharing of knowledge between the courts, this is how we all benefit. This is how we we've improved life for everyone.
1: Well, Ritua kind of perks up a bit. and It's just like, okay, so where is the uh, where is the court of Syra? Can we just go there? That sounds much more interesting. <laughs>
0: uh, we are. He uh, goes. I assume you approach by sea.
1: I mean, if you can call that a sea, it's, it's yeah. yeah, it's acid more of a burning acid hell.
0: <laughs> I don't know if you are aware,
2: but we're not from this universe.
1: Most most planets don't have acid for water.
2: Yeah, this yeah. is that was new for us. Yeah. Luckily, yeah. our ship could hack it.
1: I mean, to be honest, it kind of it cleans up the bottom of the ship. Lovely. I yeah, <laughs> yeah, got rid yeah, of those like, barnacles. Yeah,
2: they were so rude. Those barnacles—they kept insulting me.
1: I know. I mean, you just don't want space barnacles. They're <laughs> just no. not. They're it's not, it's not friendly. friendly. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's just been kind of silent. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
2: Answer your question. <laughs> <He> goes, yes,
0: <laughs> goes, we can uh, come by sea. Yes, uh, and he, he, uh, he goes. At some point, I would love to uh, learn more of the ways of you visitors. This is a a great source of interest. Maybe we can trade. Because maybe we could. However, he said, I, I I do not want to appear greedy. Please consider me at your disposal if I can answer. Questions you ask after the court of Syrah. Yeah, we are some distance away. Uh, the courts are, as you may have guessed, our world is not especially hospitable mm. to life.
1: Again, acid sea. Yes. <laughs>
0: the fact that life even found a way on this planet is something of a miracle. Uh, the fact that it was allowed to thrive was only made possible through the, the consanguine, which found its way to us. And so life has formed around the, the corks, around the spires. Our spire is far from here, as is, as is Waring's. Um, you visit in a time of great prosperity and peace, for while our world outside is terrible and wracked by storm and acid and terrors, um, life in the spires is good, and it's only through the peace that we three courts have, have built together. Things were not always this good. The war was terrible, but was that a war between courts? Yes, and he kind of like, um, yeah, kind of. You get the impression there's some history there. Like yeah. it was all a bit painful, but he goes like, uh, he said, um, "You must understand the the kith. We were not always peace is an unusual war." situation for us we are uh, we are relatively new to this arrangement but while a new and fragile piece it is it is a worthwhile one it's one worth pursuing hence our meeting here today to cement the bond between our our three courts where once we met in war now we meet to build something better
1: and to eat delicious mushrooms. No.
0: <laughs> so is there anything you'd like to kind of... Uh, any information or you'd like to kind of get off this guy while he's at your disposal?
1: I want to know what the consanguine is. He's speaking think, of yeah. it as a person or an object.
0: Or an effect.
2: Yeah. Like
1: a he said He said phenomenon. it came to them. Yeah.
0: So. Okay, so... Uh, um, this fellow who hasn't actually introduced himself. Uh, oh, that's, that's true,
1: it's very rude him. That's it's very
0: rude of him, yeah. And yeah. us. Okay, so kind of like. Uh, <laughs> we he introduced
1: ourselves by beating someone up in the same room. That's so. true, yeah, yeah.
0: So he introduces himself as Speaker San. Okay. Who is the speaker for the court of Syrah. He is the. Um, you get the impression that him and Karim. Are kind of like Oh, the same sort of comparative rank. Right. yeah, yeah. they kind of like um, every grandfather would appear to have like some peeps who who do things for them mm. uh, but he uh, he basically explains that uh, yeah he serves Rask undead king is that his grand no I I got that right he serves Rask plague king oh, okay yeah, yeah. I. Speak occasionally. I use words occasionally <laughs> in the right order, yeah. Yes. So uh, he serves uh, the grandfather of the court of Syrah, right who is Rask, plague king. Right, right. And uh, he explains that the Kong sanguine is what powers the kith. It is the, the incredible gift that pulses through their body. It is the lifeblood of their very existence. And... Um, so it's the
1: pyramid scheme energy. <laughs> <laughs> like it
0: is it is the goo. You get the impression that he says, uh, well the Kith were not always a part of this planet. Um at some point in the distant <clears throat> past, like far, far further in record than anyone can remember or there were people on this planet. There were there was life. Somehow it it had kind of found a way on this planet, huddling in caves. It was pathetic and terrifying. And as the people of this planet dug ever deeper to try and find safety from the surface of this planet, eventually they found the Kong Sanguine. Uh, Uh, And the Kong Sanguine entered them and the first kith were born. Wow.
1: Okay. That's cool. So it's like um, it's like a Gaia theory kind of thing. Yeah,
0: is it like life force from the planet kind of thing? is so it something that was living in the mm-hmm. soil. We well, said he says that the consanguine makes us, us. It makes us the kith. It, it, it makes us strong. It makes us able to resist the, the cruelties of this planet, and it preserves us when our bodies would otherwise fail. Were there three different consanguines for each of the courts? No, there are, and uh, he he kind of he goes there. There is but one consanguine. There is only one, and it is in all of us. Okay. Um, we have spent millennia debating the nature of the consanguine. Um, that is actually the debate that goes right okay. to the heart of our species. As for kith, it's the war between individuality and and kind of conformity. We are all part of the consanguine and yet we the fathers give rise to children and above the fathers are grandfathers still as each kith is each kith has a desire to spread but also must obey the control of their fathers Uh, hence why war came so quickly to us we it to have any number of kith in one place is difficult to exert control over them for a long enough time is is harder uh, he said in time some will splinter from this court just because they will splinter from ours and new courts will be founded mm-hmm. there are many courts there are courts on the other side of the planet that we've lost contact with oh. um, but we are all descendants of the first kith in fact and he gestures now and he kind of gestures to the symbols of the three courts which hang from banners and he says uh, the courts of Syrah Weren, and Heme were Wong's bitter enemies uh, because we were all uh, and he he talks of like the three grandfathers which kind of like um, founded each court he said we are all descendants of the prime father who's out there and while still alive we don't know what his, his location and fate are a mystery after the war we don't know what happen to him but it is a great burden on us kith to know that we are forever at the mercy of our father's will eventually we can grow strong enough to resist and exert independence but we are better off without him we can only hope that he is not out there
3: do you want us to uh Take care of him. <laughs> you, uh, I again put my hand on uh, Lynette's head and just like, put her back behind. <laughs> as you do it, she's yeah. like, Cause we can do it, we
0: can take it. And you get the impression that he's kind of like smiling. He goes like, uh, while I would never doubt your uh, your strength, uh, certainly I do not doubt your moxie, uh, you would be as as and a bug in the face of a storm against the prime father. He was something terrible to behold. Uh, I did not, I did not, I was not even, I did not even exist when he was, when he walked the planet. Uh, The grandfathers have some dim memory of him, but uh, it's only with him disappearing that they were each able to kind of set out on their own and find freedom. But he was terrifying. He wielded a a blade of krurite. Such was oh. his power. He wielded a, a blade which in itself was toxic to him. He was he was astonishing. And terrible.
2: Yeah. Well, it's okay, we're not here to kill people, much as my colleague here maybe makes it sound like. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Do you ever die naturally? Do you have an expiration?
0: Uh no, I am and the he jeshkaz that is kind of like uh his ragged appearance mm. and goes I know I am uh, I am fated to endure forever in this state mm. as are all my tortured brothers this is uh, this is our fate
3: and were you all once human
0: All uh, kith were were once human before we ascended do you remember mm. what it was like to be human do you remember what it was like before you were born
2: no, I don't. No. Touche. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: Touche. Uh, but uh, any, any, uh, he, I think he's kind of like, do you want to pump him for any more he's information while he's here or? To or, yeah. <laughs> or?
1: I, I'm curious about how a grandfather becomes diseased after he, he ascends to the kith if the kith can never change.
0: He ah uh, now this does appear to be a sore subject, yeah. but uh, he sore it's all, just as well it's I don't
1: in. care what people think. But
0: he, <laughs> now uh, and he says ah no you, you that is a good a good question. Uh, and he and he kind of gestures across the room and you see like the court of courtisera are so mm-hmm. obvious. He goes in the final days of the war before peace was found. Um, Rask, my grandfather. Uh, grandfather to all the court of Syrah, was wounded most terribly by a Krurite weapon and while it did not kill him the effects were, and uh, he points at his ragged self, uh, persistent. He was wounded so badly that he never recovered and through the gift of the Kong the connection that links all his children to him so his curse spread to us we are forever afflicted with his pain the feelings of the the pain of the the grandfather becomes the pain of the fathers becomes the pain of the children we are all connected
1: that seems like a bad plan whose <laughs> I mean, whose who's plan yeah, no i mean you know why maintain the court i mean i'm not probably i don't know if I'm why saying...
3: spread it to yeah. other people
0: uh, well, he kind of like um, he to, he kind of suggests that he um, with the the affliction of the court of Syrah, it's almost like they had no uh, kind of choice in a way. It's like uh, you get the impression that you kind of hinted at like a pyramid style structure with a grandfather at the top, mm. and every every father he creates and the children of them, uh, he suggests that you get the impression that like when the grandfather was struck down by this kind of like terrible cruerite weapon the only thing that you believe can hurt a kith while it didn't kill him it's like that connection between them instantly afflicted everyone mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so it's like by striking at the top mm-hmm. of the court yeah you wounded the entire wounded room. everyone yeah
3: seems like a huge weakness <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: but again like uh the the strength of the normally a, a grandfather would be kind of the strongest yeah in a way
3: quite well protected as well i guess if he's kind of the link got people around
0: them. him, probably yeah. prepared to die for him. So, yeah. while, while but inter- interestingly, this didn't kill the uh, this did not kill uh, the grandfather, it merely mm. wounded them terribly. Mm. Can can
3: you kill a grandfather?
0: He goes, and uh, he goes, that's a very leading <laughs> question. <laughs>
2: I, I
3: again just like put the net back behind us. All.
2: You don't have
0: to answer that, we're not here to kill, as I said before. <laughs> well, he kind of says that he um, he points out that uh. He, and he, he jokes because of the crew right around your neck and mm-hmm. says there is one thing which we and we crew right is deathly to the kith uh, we, are, we are strong and nearly invulnerable but we are we have one weakness and the uh, hengsid is a, a sign of the esteem with which we hold you that we've given you these to protect yourself mm. you saw earlier what happens when a, a kith uh, a father loses control over one of its children Mm. Um, but he says, "Yeah, there's a, so yeah, you get the impression that right could hurt a kith, maybe even, maybe even kill them."
1: Mm. You know, mm. I've run out of mushrooms. So you've run out of mushrooms. Uh, so, <laughs>
0: so thank you, sir. So- <laughs> so- <laughs> so- uh, so- sir San, speak son, San, <laughs> so- yeah. Uh-huh. And he goes, um, we should talk again if you ever if you ever need me. Oh for sure. So he um he kind of like shuffles off into the crowd. So I'm gonna suggest that you may have got all you can mm-hmm. out of uh, this kind of ballroom. Okay. And is
1: there a second plate of mushrooms?
0: Is there a second plate of mushrooms? Uh, you have to go to a different buffet table on like the kind of like <laughs> far side of the um of the thing. Are they good those mushrooms? Okay. (laughs) So as you as the evening kind of winds down, you see the humans uh, begin to retreat. They seem to for the kind of evening, they seem to be uh, slowly disappearing, dwindling as they leave the grand hall, and the kith begin to group back into their courts as the mingling ceases, and you get the impression that the evening, the the night's opening. Uh, festivities are entering a new phase, and the humans begin to go, begin to descend s- downstairs, leading up the hall. Whereas the the kith rise up and begin to ascend, because you were saying like the humans uh, kind of uh, inhabit the lower floors mm-hmm. of the spire, yeah. whereas the kith go higher. And this kind of like the central ground level is where they is where they mingle. Okay. And uh, as you, uh, Karim, kind of ushers you to. Uh, the, uh, the side of a hall as you witness like a grand display of kind of pomp and uh kind of pageantry as you see that finally uh the three grandfathers enter the uh, oh. chamber and you uh you bear witness as these three processions kind of parade through the hall are uh, slowly gathering their followers as each of the courts uh, ascend into the spire and you see Grandfather Cathernus uh, in his long flowing red robe, uh, graceful, tall and uh, kind of terrible in his beauty, uh, kind of leading his kith followers behind him, all a sea of red. You see um, the uh, the court of Weron, these militaristic uh, red and gold, uh, marching behind two figures you see two uh, kith of both young looking. Maybe you, if they were human, you'd think of them as in their being in their twenties. Um, they are young, kind of angry looking kith with short cropped hair. Both wearing the proudest military uniforms of matching style, <laughs> and they walk uh, side by side at the head of their court. And finally, the shuffling. Kind of riddled uh, husks of the court of Syrah. and leading the court is—is uh, is it a palanquin like one of those kind of like? Uh,
2: like oh, when they're
1: carried. Yeah, like yeah, a carry yeah. Chair.
0: So there is a uh, grand throne on a uh, platform being carried by four kith, and seated on it. Uh, In the thickest robes so much so that it seems like a massive fabric (laughs) uh, with trailing bandages is Rask Plague King who is the grandfather of the court of Syrah and these three solemn surreal processions uh, (laughs) silently collect their kith and wander and disappear up through grand staircases into the higher realms of the spire you are now mostly alone, aside from a few human servants tidying up, and Karim, who is with you. And
1: I feel like we could do a lot for this world by introducing them to the idea of hazmat suits. Yeah. <laughs> like it might be a bit more flexible to work with than those bandages.
0: <laughs> well, Karim uh, kind of leads you now into towards your quarters as the uh, night comes to an end, and. He points out that the kith, not needing to sleep, will continue their mingling and socialising and presumably whatever bizarre rituals they they will conduct uh, in the upper reaches of the spire, which you're not permitted to go to. Uh, the grandfathers will be residing in the highest most point of the spire. Catherness uh, at the top, uh, special chambers are being set aside for Rask, Plague King and the twin grandfathers of the court of Weron uh. who are called Campior and Vastus okay
2: mm. Quite that,
0: <laughs> names, fancy names yeah okay and uh, so uh, Karim uh, ushers you to your your quarters mm-hmm. which are again all carved from this weird kind of organic like bony kind of structure where everything it, it's like a like a melted kind of stalag stalactite oh, yeah, stalag okay. mite. everything yeah. is, is fluid but sol- solid like it was once lava now solid and um, he ushers you to your room and says uh, I apologize for now leaving you but my business must continue in the upper upper reaches of the spire. Please, uh, we have servants at your disposal. Anything you ask for will be provided. I ask, however, that you remain within your quarters. We, the festivities will resume on the morrow when our humans wake. Uh, again, should you need anything, you, ne- you need merely ask the guards at your door who are there for your safety, nothing more. Uh, I bid you good night. I will see you soon. And with that, the door shuts, and you are now alone in your quarters. Are we in the one room? Yes, it's like a kind of um, branching suite of chambers, okay. uh, all kind of like hollowed out of each other. Uh, it's quite uh, dark, but there are warm uh, kind of pools of light from um, uh, from kind of little glowing embers set into the walls. And again, uh, the air is warm. And uh, because of there, there is this kind of constant circulation of warm air coming up through kind of vents in the uh, in the floor.
1: What do the beds look like? <laughs>
0: the beds are <laughs> um, oh, <sorry>. the beds are <laughs> like an odd like you can tell that while any of the solid more solid architecture and kind of like furniture is more kind of crafted out of the stone, there have been. It is still com. Uh, it's still comfortable. Like there's a lot of fabric. There's a lot of kind of like cushions and pillows. Drapes, big on drapes. Drapes oh, are very yeah. in at the moment. All in red. <laughs> of but um, yeah, it's a little. It's a little harsh, kind of like design wise. But you reckon you could be comfortable there.
1: Cool, cool. So it's not like I can drag all the beds together to make a bigger bed that I can sleep in because <laughs> I'm like eight foot tall.
0: <laughs> is there anything you'd like to kind of uh, as a team kind of touch base on? Now, anything you'd like to so. say. Well yeah,
1: I mean I think uh Ritua is very much of the mindset of we were he- we came here to get things, to leave, to go home. Yeah. I mean, I don't much like the convoy, there are more people there, but that's where we're supposed to well, be going. Right now. Well. <laughs> <laughs>
2: these
1: these people smell strange, I don't like them. Okay. Um the people in the convoy also smell, but at least I can get a small boat and leave a- get out of the way of <laughs> them for <quite> a bit. <laughs> So I I, I I don't care about any of this politicking. I don't care about what's going up on the other levels. I know one of you want to go up to the upper levels. No, naughty. We should <laughs> just think
2: about it, we yeah, should yeah. just
1: get the potions that we came for, get back on the boat and go away.
2: To be fair, I'm pretty keen to get some stuff to trade and then let's go chill and spend our money.
3: I think we should kill the plague king. <laughs> what? Why? I'm just going to put a cushion like on Lynette's face. So just why? tie her up in a drape. Yeah. I why? I can't talk now. I'm tied in a drape. Cough a cushion out of your mouth.
0: <laughs> Jason could kind of like like scrabble it off. You've got uh, has a lot of eyes, and you know I'm just saying like Jason's got like four claws. I don't like, like... that cat. Yeah.
3: Yeah.
0: But no, um, why would you want to kill?
3: 'Cause he's passing on all his diseases to everyone else. But only to people who apparently kind of want to receive like, it.
1: Which is weird and I don't like it and we should leave. It reminds me far too much of the bugs. The slime bugs in the place with all the slime. I don't, I don't like that. it, I'm gonna yeah. leave.
0: I think think of the um, think of the court of Syrah like any court, kinda like there's a chain connecting them. There's mm. a there's a link between them because of a consanguine. And if one link in that chain becomes corrupted then it spreads to we all of them. We should
3: cure the plague king. That's that would be a kinder, idea. wouldn't it? Well, what, I mean, what does that gain us? Uh,
1: well, it could gain
2: us favours, which yeah. potentially can equate to good slash money.
1: Well, we, we, we've we already found out that the court of Cyrus is happy to collect knowledge. We could just give them some extraversal knowledge and then take stuff and leave.
2: I've got to say, like your suggestion of suits is not a bad idea for workers who have to go out onto the acid sea. I wonder whether we we pursue healing potions. We pursue potions mm-hmm. as our first court, uh, port of call, but then we consider whether we can do more to gain yeah. in this world.
1: I mean, because obviously, I mean, this is sort of out of character here a bit. Obviously, like the the cuckoo world will accept some sorts of currency to. Do trade. This place is not extraversal. I'm yeah. guessing, like they know we're like there, that. but they have no way of getting
2: breaking their out of their universe it. themselves.
1: No. So we can't use our cash to no, buy no, stuff no, no, no here. not at all. We've we got, got to, to offer do.
2: them something that yeah. we have that they don't. And the best things we have, like you say, are extraversal knowledge and any tech that we could spare yeah. that they could learn from. Also,
1: I'm I'd say I'm cautious about giving them anything that would let them build a piercing array, because
2: interesting
1: we don't i don't think we want the pyramid scheme vampires spreading <laughs> across the extroverse
2: could happen anyway just like just saying. like the
1: slime blobs i'm i didn't like the slime blobs maybe we, we should just keep them in here they seem happy they're the slime gobs yeah they've got they've <laughs> got guys. their they've got you know they've got their acid sea and their lovely weather and their caves and, and their plague stuff. <laughs> yeah yeah you know let's just leave them they're happy Let's not give them anything that means they could build an extraversal ship and get out of here. That seems fair. Mm. I and agree. I'm guessing that there probably is no, like, prime directive on the cuckoos. Like
3: if,
2: well, it's on know. us, isn't it? Yeah, it's like... like <laughs> I, don't, I don't think it's the three of us. Oh, there. yeah, the prime directive went right out the window. <laughs> yeah. <at> the moment. <laughs> Do you not know what that is?
3: It's like, don't kill people. No, it's no. It's, it's, it's
2: the Star Trek uh,
0: sort of philosophy of not messing with
3: oh, uh, right. less superior, yeah, primitive. primitive
0: races. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I think exactly. we had, like, uh, I'm trying to remember, like, we did an extroversal story, I think in year two, where they had a phrase for it where it was called, like, Oh, Catastrophic. Yeah. Oh, the triple cult- C,
1: yeah. Catastroph- Catastrophic cultural Collision. contamination. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. Yeah. yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, that's right. Where yeah. it's a
0: bad idea to.
1: But they
3: already know about the extraterrestrials, and they.
2: They do seem to know, but they don't seem to be pursuing it. No, because then they don't it's have a any Shame
3: time. we don't have our footballs. We could like, oh, have traded, like we could have introduced them to, to football, yeah, and then they could have started need? like a league. <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't <need laughs> three <laughs> If we had our footballs, we wouldn't have needed to come here. That's true. I wonder what
2: a lamp would do to an infected,
0: Syrah grandfather.
3: Anyone Did you bring spiders?
2: I don't know. Did I be a
0: spare? Well, you do have the boat. <laughs> I do. Upstairs, yeah. Yes. yeah. Yeah, that's uh, This will be an ongoing point as we try to work out like how the the drug. Because yeah. I mean, like uh, I kind of imagine like when you're when you're c- you're currently like buzzed. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Drugs are cool. Oh, you're currently like high on, on your <laughs> uh, on your lamp.
2: But, but you've name?
1: used it once, so it's one of your.
0: Well, no,
2: because what we've decided
0: is that wishes are a greater
1: use. Uh, this
2: is a background okay. buzz
0: use. Kind of yeah, thing. I kind of I can kind of imagine like when you take a lamp, you have the energy just buzzing. Like pulsing through your veins, keeping you kind of moving. Yeah. So you've used. I, I, I'm going. I'm going to be harsh and say you did use the gauntlets. Oh, I see. That's a wish. So, so I'm. Yeah. We're going to say like that's burned out, like one wish. Okay. Cool. But you've got two left. But so it's not like you're kind of that energy is just going to keep kind of like simmering. Yeah. 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 Um. And you do have the the boat down. Tree. You have the boat. The ship. Yeah. <laughs> the, future <legend laughs> the future legend is down. Yeah. Is downstairs. Okay. Cool. So um, yeah, you make some good observations. You point out that um, as far as you're aware, so things you know, uh, the kith were. Once in there's a great big war. Yep. It was pretty brutal and horrible. And this kind of lovely peace, uh, kind of courtly situation you've arrived in is relatively new development. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and the kids have been very polite about the extraverse. Mm-hmm. They don't seem overly kind of. But at the
1: same time, like this this universe had markings on it saying it was safe and welcoming. But they haven't seen us like people like us for ages, no. unless they've been. Other courts Co- might have done. Uh, yeah, unless unless other extraversal folk have been coming in, and not making a big fuss of it, like having a getting a native boat or something and ha- like parking Hiding. their ships out in the sea, something like that.
2: Something more subtle than that, basically. But
1: that means that are oh, the last people to visit the court of Heem were probably here before the war, like it was. It's it's a long time. It sounds like to me. So yeah. yeah. I, and again, Yuva Tuar has no interest in the politics of this place. He wants to get the shiny things and leave.
0: Okay, tomorrow, potions. Yeah. And you know, and you've been told that if you're interested in potions, you should go visit ben ben. Ahim yeah. yeah, down in the uh, kind of human quarters. Yes. So, uh, yeah, so the things you know, you know that this planet is technically safe. It's been marked as safe as long, but there are customs <coughs> to, as you, I guess, as kind of like, to, yeah. yeah, you've seen, this is a very weird social kind of situation you found yourself in. And For sure. You're surrounded by very dangerous beings but they're not unreasonable for the most part like you did kind of burn you punched <laughs> one and burned one like given that physical damage doesn't seem to impact them in the same way yeah and like punching one or shooting one in the face doesn't seem like as big an insult as it might be on another planet <laughs> uh but you did kind of burn one <coughs> with cruerites and they didn't descend on you and tear you apart so they're not entirely unreasonable no mm-hmm. but yeah maybe I sort of
1: saw it as a child's tantrum yeah. Just unfortunate that said Charles' tantrum could have killed any one of us. Could have, yeah. Mm.
0: So, uh, you know, uh, maybe, and uh, this will be like a little, uh, just because you're now in your quarters, uh, I wonder if it might be worth talk having just quickly mentioning for the benefit of the podcast about your new abilities, which we okay. all have. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. that's a good idea. Uh, he said, reaching over... Um, so this is a bit of the kind of like meta y kind of stuff now, but um I'm just handing out the sheets again. Cool. Oh no, I gave you the wrong one. I yep. apologise. Right. I always get your it's so weird, like your two your two characters' names, Lynette and Capella, they're not similar. And yet I get them confused so much in my head when I'm trying to like they, they both know. have double letters. They both letters
3: have in. seven letters and they both have the same positioning of double letters and oh, they both yeah, they end do. in a vowel. In fact they have the same layout of consonant and vowels, as they well.
0: do. So. I actually take it back. <laughs> <laughs> actually, quite similar, yeah. So um, we don't have to kind of list uh, everything, but as we've uh, kind of hinted at in previous uh, previous episodes, we now have kind of upgrade tree, and you have all uh, levelled up following the kind of plague ship adventure. Mm-hmm. So you've been able to choose uh, an ability from yes. this kind of chart. So rather than having to describe the whole chart. Uh, just describing, describing new ability, ability. yeah so if you could each kind of should talk we, about the abilities you have
1: should we should we just start with band Zero and, yeah, yeah so yeah so we we've we've classed the abilities into three sections race class and role mm-hmm. uh, so as an i am an atar scholar scientist so atar is my race scholar is my class scientist is my role on the ship um, as an atar i get a level 0 ability of being able to see wider parts of the electromagnetic spectrum um and I, I think we use that a couple of times just the idea i have extra eyes yes. and my home world has a lot more uv light in it than yeah. most other places anyway and that's just passive really isn't it yeah i just, yeah, just have that whenever yeah whatever yeah. um as a scholar i have a research tool which in my case is the scanner um that could be different depending on how you wanted to sort of customize your scholar i um, guess uh, but for me it's my little a uh, sci-fi tricorder thing with a flood <laughs> screen and VP lights. Um, and then as a scientist, I get a plus one to any science check. So as I did earlier, I roll an extra dice whenever I'm checking something science mm. um, Then as my band one ability, uh, I decided to take the first Ada ability, which is under scientist roll. Uh, so I get a, main, a med kit and I can use the packs in that med kit. Uh, to help heal people at various times, so
3: I'm currently carrying that with me. Cool. Very yeah. good. Uh, So Lynette has uh, her race is feline, her class is inventor, and her role on the ship is the engineer. So as standard for level zero, being a feline that entitles her to a cat familiar uh, called Jason. But you know, anyone playing can uh, <laughs> choose what their cat's called. Um, so I have a psychic connection to my cat familiar. Um, My Inventor class allows me an wrench, which is a tool for interacting with and repairing tech, but I can also use it as a weapon. And the Engineer role uh, entitles me to plus one on any technology checks. And then the level one ability I chose is from my Inventor band, and I chose Trap. So um, it's a medium difficulty to uh, avoid for any enemies running over it. The trap target, if caught, cannot move, but all other actions are permitted, and it's a medium strength check to break free from it. So, yeah, it could potentially be quite useful Mm. in a fight.
2: Okay, Capella is a Melodian lamp-using muscle uh, member of the team. Mm -hmm. Uh, Her Melodian uh, band zero ability is Harmony. Which is a sort of hypersense kind of empathy thing that allows her to attune to energy, natural phenomena, and people, which we saw in the form of uh, in the room with the kith, sort of feeding mm. their energy signatures, but so more it kind of like
3: a, spidey sense sort of thing. It, like w- it just... doesn't
2: predict anything, yeah. but it gets readings off of energy or people. It's it's kind of like treating all energy like vibrations, and yeah. her attunement to that due to her universe being musical, basically. Um, her lamp user band zero is uh, to generate a basic. Uh, a wish construct, so form a weapon or a construct that is uh, wielded in the sense that a tool or a weapon would be, um, and can't float free of her mm. but is instead connected. That's your gauntlets, to... isn't it? Yeah, but yeah. it could, for example, be a sword or a club or an axe or something like that. Mm. And finally, her role, uh, it, which is muscle, uh, gives a plus one to combat checks. Um, and then I chose uh, her level one ability to be from uh, her muscle role. Uh, and I chose guard, which uh, when in combat uh, allows damage to be directed, the damage that would have been directed at an ally to to go to me instead. So I essentially step in the way
0: of damage and take it.
3: Mm-hmm. Very noble,
2: I know, right?
0: <laughs> cool. So yeah, so that that, so yeah, you've uh, I kind of like visualize that as you all just kind of like patting down your equipment, making sure you've got everything. yeah, and, like, yeah. um, so yeah, so I guess you kind of like as a team, the kind of consensus is. Seek out Ben. Seek out Ben. Yeah. Seek out some potions. Oh. This place is nice. Let's not... Upturn the apple cart. Yeah, let's not yeah. stay too long if yeah, we let's can. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to
1: overstay our welcome. I, I overstay my welcome in a lot of places very quickly. <laughs> like, I, I, I don't want to do it here. They're bitey.
0: <laughs> well, on that note, you all turn in for bed. There are plenty of beds in this kind of chamber, so you can all just kind of like find a little... Uh, a cave slash room and make yourselves comfortable nice. it's like a suite like a like a penthouse like kind of like, uh, <laughs> totally sweet uh, and uh, yeah I'd like I... to
1: say that Rituar has real trouble sleeping in the dark
0: uh, ah, good point yeah that's, <laughs> a, that's a
1: good point I like that Yeah.
0: so you find the bed closest to a light source yeah. and kind <laughs> lie in bed staring at it like uh, eyes wide open all four of them
2: <laughs> and
1: I do have eyelids do you? I think I never drew them. Oh,
3: yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, but <still laughs> all that air—you'd have to blink yeah. and dry out all that air. All so that, so that air. Too so much, So air. dry.
0: <laughs> and okay, so you all you all go to you get some much needed rest, as uh, and you are all lulled to sleep by the distant sound of the kith far above, and the gentle rumble of the heating. As it uh, kind of rattles through the vents what in your room. What voices are
3: the kith making? Is uh, it like, whoa, like they're partying? Lads, lad, You're like.
0: <laughs> mm, mm, mm. <laughs> <laughs> I like, like, like a distant kind of bass thump, like you've no idea what's going on. Upstairs, like,
3: I,
1: I stab at the ceiling with my spear it's like. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and night arrives, and across the spire, uh, it is as close to calm and quiet as it could be. The kith are busy doing what the kith would do. The courtroom, the ballroom, the grand hall is empty. And far below, the humans no doubt go about their business. It is quiet and still and you sleep. Until in the early hours of what you can only assume passes for morning in this strange place so soon in fact that it feels like you've only just drifted off. There is a terrible pounding on the door. A pounding of someone frantically banging their fists against your chambers. And as you rush to open the door, you find Karim standing there looking terrible, looking horribly alarmed, and he's he's shaking. He goes, Guests, you, you 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 must come, you must hurry. Something terrible has happened. There's been a murder in the court of Heme.
1: <gasps> Awesome But a mystery time It wasn't Ritual well closes the door And goes back to bed <laughs> <laughs>